Well, it's time now for our international press review once again. And for that, I'm joined in the studio by Deeptika Laurent. Hi, Deepti. Hi, uh, You're starting with those uh, very impressive images of that tractor, that farmer blockade uh, converging on Paris right now. Yeah, that's right. If all roads lead to Paris, well, today is not the day that you should be taking any of those roads because they're all blocked by this tractor, uh, by uh, uh, a lot of tractors who have uh, basically uh, blockaded all the major highways that lead into the French capital. Uh, uh, the farmers are on, French farmers are on strike. Of course, they want better uh, working conditions, they want higher pay, they also want more guarantees for the future of their profession as the EU looks to transition to cleaner energies uh, and uh, reduce its carbon footprint, um, particularly uh, the, uh, the agriculture industry is particularly uh, a major contributor of greenhouse gas emissions. The blockade settles in, that's what uh, Courrier Picard, that's a re uh, regional French paper, it says on its front page. Uh, the protesters also have on, uh, set in their sights blockading the Rangis markets. These are fresh produce markets just outside of Paris, actually the biggest in the world. They, they basically supply all of the French capital. Um, the Swiss paper Le Temps explaining that French farmers feel particularly affected by uh, the rising prices of French produce. And today, it says they can barely live off what they produce themselves. Uh, and of course, the French protests are part of a wider movement in uh, Europe where farmers have been striking in the Netherlands, Romania, Germany as well. Um, and now uh, Belgium. This is the front page of Le Soir, which also uh, which is looking at um, uh, protesters uh, blocking major roads leading to Brussels. Uh, the the editor of Le Soir today sort of playing devil's advocate in this editorial, explaining that uh, politicians must tread carefully in how they react to this crisis. Um, while it's important to offer solutions to the very legitimate complaints of farmers, politicians must not rush blindly to appease all their needs. Uh, the editor saying, after all, EU politicians must also look to pro protecting the environment and reducing its uh, gas, greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, and, uh, you know, simply put, the agricultural industry is a major contributor. Um, so uh, sort of a, a, a devil's advocate type of editorial from Le Soir today. And Deepti, a quick word on the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, a very difficult evening for defending champion Senegal, but a good one for every coast. Yeah, that's right. Let's start with the heartbreak uh, that we can feel across the Senegalese papers today. Uh, Senegal, of course, defeated in the round of 16 by Ivory Coast. This is from Le Soleil, a Senegalese paper going with one word on its headline, Rajon, it says, or infuriating, really um, summing up how the country feels today after that nail-biting loss. This is from Le Quotidien, which uh, talks about the uh, curse of the champions on its uh, front page. Uh, of course, Senegal were eliminated from that match in a penalty shootout they, that they lost 5-4 uh, to the Ivory Coast. As you can imagine, a lot of jubilation in the Ivory Coast papers. This is uh, from Le Matin, which calls the Ivory Coast team heroic and fantastic. While you have L'Avenir, which even talks about the team sort of being resurrected here. Uh, because, indeed, uh, the Ivory Coast has had a pretty chaotic uh, Africa Cup of Nations campaign. Uh, they barely qualified for the knockout round and they fired their coach in the midst of all this. So this win, definitely some good news, uh, some much needed good news for the Ivory Coast. 
And Dipti, you mentioned uh, resurrection just there. Another story on the theme of resurrection. Uh, a poster of uh, Jesus Christ uh, for Holy Week in the Spanish city of Seville. Um, well, it's drawn the ire of a number of religious conservatives. Yeah, well, the poster, um, I can show it to you because it sort of speaks for itself. The poster drew uh, a lot of uh, um, uh, pu negative uh, publicity, if you like. It was designed by a local artist, Salustiano Garcia. And as you see there, it depicts a... Uh, resurrected Jesus, shirtless and in a loincloth. Uh, the depiction has been slammed as homoerotic and highly sexualized by religious conservatives. El Mundo uh, re uh, re reports, uh, this is from the Daily Mail, um, which notes that 10,000 people have signed a petition now, over 10,000 people have signed a petition asking for the posters to be uh, pulled down. And uh, this is from uh, El Mundo, El Mundo, the Spanish paper, uh, which uh, reports that the artist defended his work, saying that his portrayal of Jesus is majestic, it's serene and full of tenderness. He also says, if Jesus is seen as gay, well, then God should come down himself, uh, come down and judge for himself. I'm not sure those are words that will uh, do much to appease the opposition. It would be quite cool if God turned up to the, uh, to the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nice turn Indeed. The uh, there's also some controversy um, dipped in Australia uh, where, and this is quite an extraordinary story, where an MP is claiming that a national broadcaster intentionally digitally altered uh, her chest in a TV news bulletin. Yeah, that's right. Georgie Purcell, she's Australia's youngest MP. She's just 31. She represents a party that fights advocates for animal rights. Now, as part of a report on duck hunting, uh, she was featured in Channel 9, a national broadcaster in Australia, in one of their news bulletins. And she says, this is on her Twitter account or her ex account, uh, she says her breasts were photoshopped to look bigger. And this was the original dress that she wore that was then uh, cropped in the, uh, in the news bulletin to make it look like it was a sort of crop top exposing her midriff. Uh, she tweeted out about this condemning, uh, of course, the channel and highlighting, I quote, the insidious ways in which women are treated. Uh, now, ABC, uh, this uh, web Australian website here, uh, explains that the national broadcaster Channel 9 apologized uh, for using this digitally altered image, uh, but uh, their, um, their apology was pretty flimsy, must be said. They blamed it not on personnel, but on artificial intelligence. According to the broadcaster, the image was um, resized thanks to automated Photoshop that made her breasts look bigger. I'm not sure if anyone will really buy into that apology. No, I'm certainly hoping it doesn't happen to us automatically <laughs> while we're on air. Uh, um, finally from you, she's Time Persons, sorry, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, seen celebrating uh, after the team of her boyfriend, American football star uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, booked their spot in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Whether you like her or not, there's no denying her star power. She was by, uh, the, by her boyfriend's side at that match. Uh, it means that the Kansas City Chiefs are now into the Super Bowl. But the big question on everyone's mind is, will Taylor be able to make it? Because she will actually be on tour in Japan the day before. Uh, it's why so many uh, media, uh, online media, have actually calculated international date time lines and um, east versus west time differences to calculate if it is physically possible for her to do that. It is uh, possible for her to do her concert in Japan and then fly to be there in time for the Super Bowl. Obviously, environment, greenhouse gas emissions be damned because she'll be traveling in her private jet. But who cares if she can be there on time for the Super Bowl, right?
deep tea and really covering the stories that matter today for us on France 24 today. <laughs> um, that's all we have time for right now. Stay tuned.